Let's, uh, let's get into Gearbox now, shall we? Gearbox. So yeah, we, we covered Microsoft before. Huge Microsoft. I think Microsoft did really well. And uh, let's go into Gearbox. I'm really excited for Gearbox, actually. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I'm not excited for the for what you're going to say. Mm, yeah. So they started off their, their showcase with uh, an update on their motion picture for Borderlands. Why, uh, why, is, why is Kevin Hart the... The warrior. Oh, uh, why is Kevin Hart Roland? Yeah, the, dude, he, I don't know. He he doesn't fit the stature. Yeah, I thought Roland was more of a serious character, anyways. Mm-hmm. That, but he's a silent type. Yeah, I mean, it's not really a gaming thing, so let's just quickly go through. They say it's going well, still going in production. Well, like that. And just to remind everyone, this cast is actually pretty insane. Mm-hmm. You got Jack Black as Cat uh, Claptrap, Jamie Lee Curtis as Tannis. Like, really, Jamie Lee Curtis? Kevin Hart, Roland, and Kate Blanchett as Lilith, just to name a couple. I, I would have rather like um, Sigourney Weaver as, as Tannis then <laughs> at that point. I think Jamie Lee Curtis can play a good Tannis though. Yeah. I, I, I would flip, I would put Kevin Hart as Claptrap and Jack Black as whatever the Berserker's name is, but just as a voiceover, not the actual dude. Oh, okay, okay. Right? But yeah. definitely Kevin Hart is the kind of guy to play Claptrap. He just he's just that witty, but I don't I don't agree with him being rolling. Yeah, uh, but it's I mean, a good we'll, cast. We'll see how it goes, right? Uh, I'm still gonna watch it. It's gonna be cool. I mean, I watched Sonic the Hedgehog. That was a dumpster fire. Wait, that was a good movie. What do you think? Oh the, no, C- CGI wise, but story wise, it was a, a generic video game movie put into the real world. But we're not talking about that. I had Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's what saved that movie. Hey, that movie was great. I think it was fine. All right, so we're gonna move into yeah. <laughs> I rest my point, my case, because it was the same. All right, so their biggest announcement was Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Mm-hmm. And if, has anyone uh, played the no. Assault on Dragon Keep DLC for Borderlands? No. I have. And uh, I think that doing uh, an offshoot um, in the fantasy genre is exactly what Gearbox needs to do. This I am so excited for this. This is like my top excited. five excited, like most excited for games of E3. I haven't gotten past Borderlands one. <laughs> oh, well, you, you know the whole loot shooter premise and yeah, all that yeah, stuff. So I, think of like Borderlands and how like silly it is when you know, like just how stupid things. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And mix that with D and D. Okay. And this is this is what I'm you're excited get. now. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands <laughs> and Tiny Tina fan favorite character. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, I've I've gotten past her. It's <laughs> she's great, she's great, and like Ashley Birch played like an amazing, amazing person. She voices Tiny Tina, and she's coming back for that, which is so cool. And they also have a really good cast with so Andy Samberg going to yep. be in this. Wanda Sykes, Will Arnett. These are not I, small names. I, I can do without Will Arnett. He ruined Be- Lego Batman for me. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> it was still, I I think he did fine. Yeah, he did. I just, I just don't like him. And. <laughs> So if you, if you know Borderlands and you know Tiny Tina's, like you, I don't have to explain much. For no, you I, even for I know it, me only not even getting through Borderlands one. I know who Tiny Tina is, and I know how much of a fan base she has. So you're playing this with me, right? Yes, absolutely. Alex, you down? Man, let's go. I want. I'm playing the Met Girl. Just, All right, you just do whatever, saying. man. Uh, we get to see the Butt Stallion. That's where that's from. Oh, it was so. It was so amazing, <laughs> dude. Hold on, it's, hold on. It's the the flying uni- the unicorn, bro. We've 
so we have a nickname for my coworker. He's called Bustalian. And I didn't know where it came from. And now I know and it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Bustalian's gonna make a, an appearance in this as well. That's dope. So look forward to this in early next year. Yes. I I I like I love the game. I hate the movie. <laughs> but I, I I yeah, the game again, border, I, I'm a Borderlands fan, even though I, I didn't pass one. And I love what they come with. Gearbox is the the fresh new take on things that we need. Honestly, they 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 t- they they push the the what's the saying? Wow, what? brain fart. Boundaries. They push the boundaries. Thank you, Alex. They push <laughs> the boundaries. They know they they're not they're not held to the mold to the to the norm. You know. I like um I like what they're doing, just as far as uh you know jumping into a I guess it's a new IP. Even though it's not, yeah. But they're they're, they're world building, mm-hmm. which I think is really interesting. And then to say to world yeah. build across two different games to save a franchise, you need to pay homage to your original or to your to what you started with and just build upon that. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're doing. And I and I can appreciate that. I, I commend them for that. I am so hyped. Um, it's almost like getting uh Borderlands Vanilla, but with a fantasy skin mm-hmm. on it i think that's, that's what's gonna, gonna be, be like. so cool Tell oh, me i can't wait i mean borderlands is already good <laughs> so I just make, just bring it back bring it up to borderlands 3 level i hope they can recapture like you know the saying like we captured lightning in a bottle with, Catch, uh, yeah catch but yeah, yeah like i hope they kind of capture the same amount like the same level of comedy and all that stuff from the first games because like borderlands 3 was still a fun game but they kind of it kind of died down with mm-hmm. the the comedy factor. So I hope that it gets more ridiculous with this one. Since the fantasy setting, I feel like will enable that and it will probably be able to enhance yeah. the comedy. Uh, yeah. I, you saying that, I just think that they focus in the wrong areas. Uh, we're trying to get um, Twitch integrated and all that. And where, where they made their bread and butter, they kind of lacked this. So they're, they're coming. Hopefully this, this brings them back to what their, their former glory. Yeah. And continue it forward. Continue moving forward. Wow, brain fart. <laughs> yeah, let's do let's do that actually. So, have you guys ever heard of Homeworld? No, Alex. Uh, home... Homeworld. 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 I've never heard of it either, but there's a third one being announced. Um, yay! I think it's an old title that they're bringing back. Which one was that? I forget. I, for, I forget which one that that was because I, I definitely watched this. Uh, Dude, I, don't, I don't even know what Homeworld thing, is. I'm pretty sure box. it's one of their older titles that everyone's been waiting for another game to come out, and they're finally coming out with one. So whoever has played Homeworld two, mm, sounds right. You got Homeworld three. Let's go. No date or anything yet. It's just announced. Well, let's see. Home. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, Homeworld two was released back in September 16, 2003. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Long time coming if anyone's still waiting for it. Other gaming boomers, apparently, because it's definitely not us. <laughs> and then uh, let's talk about Godfall. So Godfall was already oh, a game that came God, out. Yes. Yeah? The PS5, yeah? Godfall already came out, and I don't no think anyone has played about it, it, but it's coming to PS4 in... I think it's, yeah. Was it August? August 10th. Nobody it, that, and that's the PS4. main reason. Wasn't it also released on PC? Or is it... Uh, uh, timed exclusive for PS5 only. I think right now it's on PS5. Yeah. But yeah, it'll be coming to PS4 in August uh, with a P- free... <laughs> <A> PS4. <laughs> the free PS5 upgrade. Yeah. 
with cross-gen play and they're coming out with a fire and darkness expansion for it um hopefully that brings some more players to the game because i don't think it's been doing that well if it, 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 I, don't, I what i'm trying to say is that because it's a ps5 exclusive and i want to call say about 80 percent of the ps5s are not being played that's why it's not doing good yeah you know it it's it's kind of that double-edged sword yeah you want to bring everything to next gen but at the same time you know you're the majority of your player base is still on the old gen. You know, you're not three years in where everybody already punted the old gen and, and it's now on to the new thing. So I, I, I think it's hurting just because of that sheer fact of scalpers just buying out the market and not having readily available PS5s to play this game because this game looked amazing. Uh, then it's a good thing it's coming to PS4. Yeah, it, it, it's growing pains. PS Sony has yet to learn that you have to do the cross the the cross generation thing. I know you you started off with this new generation saying no, we 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 know generations, we're all about generations, we're going to make generation exclusive stuff, but you're going to hurt especially the the perfect storm that was 2020 where you have scalpers bringing in and buying out your product and not allowing the the casual player or the actual your actual market to buy into it and play the things that you need to play. We'll see if this breathes new life. And then there's one last game for Gearbox. It's called Tribes of Midgard. So it's like a Viking-based, like a viking theme kind of game. It is Midgard. <laughs> it's an action RPG where you can play up to 10 people. And it's another one of those, like, build your base up kind of thing. Oh, it's like uh, Conan? I think so, like Exiles. Yeah. Conan so you, build, Exiles. you build up your base and you defend it against giants. Yep, sounds like Conan Exiles. <laughs> And these giants all have like different elements: ice, uh, probably frost fire, giants, and all yeah, that stuff, yeah. Yeah, just your 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 typical Viking mythology. And I think it plays like probably a roguelike, where you know you just start fresh every time, and you just run it over, or maybe like a Risk of Rain kind of thing. Okay, where just you and ten other people, or nine other people, just start fresh, start a new one, and once you're done, you can just put it away and then start it up again. Okay. And that comes out July 27th. New IP. I love it. Uh, coming out the PS4, PS5, and Steam as well. I didn't mention that. That's really much Gearbox. I mean, they're not like a big, big, big developer. So they don't have that much time or like not much to put in. I mean, like, two, they're, they're still small. Yeah, so. 2K is still their biggest publisher. Oh, well, it's not an E3 um, related thing, but the I think Borderlands 3 has cross-play and cross-progression. On... I don't know about cross progression. I think it is cross. It's cross play though, because I played with someone on a PS4. It recently just happened with cross progression. Yeah. Except for the Sony play, the PlayStation. That's the only place that I won't do it. You oh. can do cross generation, but you can't do cross. Yeah. You want know you want know to talking about? It's actually uh, Steam and uh, the other platform where you can get Borderlands. I think it was Epic. Yep. Yeah, you could you could play together on those. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking about. No, but now you can play on Xbox. You can't play it on Sony. You can't of play course. it on PlayStation. Of course. Right. Not much to say about on Gearbox besides Tiny Tina's, so that's Yeah, they they br they brought out what they what they needed. Yeah. They they know what their fans want and they delivered. Yeah, Homeworld three. So the biggest the biggest one out of, out of those games. <laughs> I've been waiting uh eighteen years for this game. <laughs> uh C plus. No, it's announced. It's, it's, it could be even more than eighteen years. Okay. C plus B minus. No, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a B minus because I don't I don't I don't think they disappointed. I think they delivered on everything Gearbox fans wanted. 
And then let's go to the the last, or quite arguably one of the biggest ones here. We alluded to it earlier, so let's talk about... Actually, it's not the last one, but let's talk about Nintendo. Nintendo, surprisingly that they actually brought anything to E3 to begin with. It's just uh, another one of those directs. Oh, uh, it was I, a direct. I think, but I think Nintendo... Nintendo... Yeah, Microsoft should just have it themselves. Excellent, excellent, excellent. As they always are. They're killing it, dude. Um, they started out... Yeah, they did well. Like, they didn't they did start well. out like slow or anything. Mm-hmm. They came out swinging. They added like as soon as they started this direct, they showed you the newest Smash Bros. character, uh, Kazuya from Tekken, One and the, the way they showed characters. him was uh, you know how the classic Kazuya or actually it started yes. out with Heihachi throwing Heihachi Kazuya throwing down. Kazuya down. Yep. He was doing that to the Nintendo characters. It was yeah. It started with Captain Falcon first. Yeah, yeah. It was like Ganon. Oh no, it was Ganon. It was Ganondorf first. Yep. <laughs> and then everybody Captain else. Falcon, and then and then the whole Kirby meme started yeah. where he couldn't kill Kirby, but Kirby's Bros. character. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Smash Bros. is still being supported. I think there's one more character after this, and then I Smash it was Bros. Is two, done. two more. It's like one or two. Because it was. Yeah, the first, the first two, the first two, I know the second one was the the girl that can switch. Yeah, and then Kazuya is number three. It, one or two, I, I I think it's it's two two more, but it could be. Yeah, they did say that after this uh, character pack, they're uh, they're done. Yeah. Well, I I think I think this is a good like final. Uh, so wait, was that the last character or is this one more? David could be yeah. right, and he could be the fourth, right. and there's only one yeah. more. So. But Kazuya is huge. I mm-hmm. think he's an excellent pick here. And he doesn't use a sword. Yeah, Thank I'm, tired, you. I'm tired of sword, Thank sword you. characters. Thank Th- you for like, not putting an anime swordsman. Yeah, no sword. No, I think he's... I, I, yeah, I I think that um, it's really important to have him just because Ryu is in the game for me. Because um, that whole... When, when Sonic first entered Smash, you were like... Oh, it can finally happen. Mario versus Sonic. Yeah. So that's a nice, cool uh, moment we get to have now. Well, I, we, we, yeah. So- Sonic and, so- and uh, Snake were... We're all sucked anyways. Yeah, that, that random tip trip Brawl's, yeah. mechanic. Yeah, that was stupid. Brawl. Brawl. Smash Bros. Brawl was a terrible game. Mm-hmm. Uh, disagree. <laughs> Hard you don't disagree. play competitively. <laughs> if they did it, just add this, the tripping or slipping. Yeah, mm. just out of nowhere, okay. trip. But and I also played melee like somewhat competitively. Yeah, with my friends, mm. and we also went out to tournaments and things. So Project M, Project M was way better. Project okay. M was a lot better. Yeah, way better. Okay. Yeah. Um. They also added so they're porting over Life is Strange with True Colors coming out. And the remaster collection. Remaster collection later this year. Guardians of the Galaxy also coming out in October. Is this the Square Enix title? Yes. Okay. So that's coming out October twenty sixth. Worms is also coming out. Um, not Ooh, your typical, worms. not your typical worms, where it's like turn based and you shoot a weapon and stuff like that. It's more of like an actual shooter where you're a worm and you walk around and shoot things. Okay. So it's not worms, but it is worms because it's it's worms as, worms as a title. I guess is a, is a refresh of the John of the the game title. Right. Um. So. Eh. Well, we'll see how it is. Astria Ascending is uh, one of those JRPGs that I'm really interested in. It's a uh, ter- it's turn based, and it's uh, you build a character or you build a four character team. Okay. You go around fight things, and the thing that really draws me to this is that their their sprites or their characters they're all hand painted. Ooh, that's nice. Mm. Yeah. So taking it back to the old school art. Yeah. So we'll see how that is. So 
visually this game looks great i think it looks fantastic gameplay wise it's just your basic jrpg yeah so give me uh bravely default vibes yeah I see nothing wrong with this. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Uh, oh. Two Point Campus. It's one of those management simulators, but you like basically make your own university, mm-hmm. your own school. So think of like I don't know, Roller Coaster Tycoon, but with a college. Yeah, it's a, it's a sim for co- okay. Yeah, so they didn't have a two. There was a Two Point Hospital, wasn't there? Yeah. 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 So that's it, it it's similar from. to this. So next year, okay. if anyone's into those management sims, I know some people aren't. They're not really my thing. Yeah, not not really me either. I like to take a more active role in what's going on. <laughs> yeah. I did like Roller Coaster Tycoon. That was pretty dope. So th- yeah. That kind of game, but I'm not too... This one's too much. Yeah, that's like university. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I mean, if you're into sims, yeah, that's that's for you. Go yeah, ahead. Go for it. So this year marks the 20th anniversary of Super Monkey Ball. Super Monkey Ball. Oh, thank and you. they're coming out with uh, Banana Mania, hey. which isn't a new title, actually. It's a remastered collection of One, Two, and Deluxe. Hmm. So, I mean, the Nintendo Switch, that's the, the best console for ports. Especially with Super Monkey Ball, since you could turn the whole thing. Yeah. Like, I think that, well, the gyroscopes, that's, that's going to be dope. I was kind of hoping for a new Super Monkey Ball instead of three remastered games as a yeah. collection. They could be in the works. But... We'll it see. is, yeah. So that's Capcom, right? Uh, no, no, Sega. That's Sega. I forgot who made Super Monkey Ball. Sega. Yeah. Hmm. That yeah. comes out. That Sonic 5th. and um that the the girl DJ, the space DJ, what's her name? That's Sega. Yeah, October fifth. October fifth. Sega is a good developer now. Yeah. <laughs> not not the not the before their time console. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Sega yeah. consoles. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, so Mario Party Superstars. Ooh. Now this one. That's that's actually surprising because they just didn't they just come out with a Mario Party for the Switch or is that just a a port over from the the Wii U? No, that was that was a few years ago now. Um, a, pretty sure that was its own game. Yeah, that was a new a new a new version for the Switch. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's so that's surprising that they're making two. Yeah, so for this one generation. One... Since it's a superstar title, it's like the Mario Party greatest hits kind of thing. Okay. So what they're doing is they're taking the best or like some of the best Mario Party stages and mini, and mini games, games from yep. the old titles. So say like they showed off uh, Peach's birthday cake from yep. Mario Party 1. So you get to play on that with like remastered textures and all, or not remastered. I think they're remade. Okay. So like um, Mario Kart 8 kind of deal. Yeah. Or Mario Kart 8 Deluxe where they bring the old, old maps. Right. And right. bring and rehash them, make them new. Okay. So they brought in a hundred mini games from there, and I think the best thing about this is that it supports online play for any mode. Yep, that's gonna be huge. They yep. they're they're learning to listen to the player base because Nintendo Nintendo's Nintendo they they have a horrible record for that, and they're finally doing it, and I love it. Yeah. Uh. So like now you don't have to, you know, try and schedule a day for you and three other friends to come over and play Mario Party. Yeah, you can literally be like, yo, get online. <laughs> you, yeah, got, you can go online. Or you go. can even just go online with random people yep. and just play Mario Party together. Also, your progress can be save, saved mid-game. So if wow. you all want to stop, you can come back in and resume. Oh, so Mario Party had that problem that yeah. you can't stop mid-game? That's stupid. I, I think some games could, but you could do it locally. But yeah. these progress, you can save the progress, online progress. Uh, mid-game online now. Oh, yes. Hey, quality of life. And I think that's good. And for a game like Super uh, Mario Party Superstars, I'm excited for it. I, I, I this like this kind of gives me the like whole nostalgia thing, you know, hits me right there. It's Mario Party. Who who can say no to Mario Party? So, 
you know right. it's, it's it, my part is always i'm i'm still on the fence of buying the new one I, like i'm waiting for it to go on sale again to buy to buy the the last one yeah because i have a switch my wife has a switch my coworkers have switches like you know when we have downtime bam just throw in a mario party and we all play right you know what mini game i really want them to bring back from the first Mario Party, where you would you're on a jackhammer, yeah, and you would trace out the picture. Yeah, I it remember the best. that. Yeah, yep. that's the one I really. Oh want. my god, that's bringing back memories. Oof, Ga- gamer boomers were. Yeah, right. <laughs> my gamer boomers, you remember that? Gamer boomers. <laughs> <laughs> so look forward to uh, Mario Party Superstar. I always trying to say Super Mario Party, but Mario Party Superstars coming out October 29th. Yeah, they didn't want to sound repetitive there. Yeah. October 29th, nice. Close close date, same year. That's beautiful. And then we have another big uh, announcement here. Finally! Right? So, Metroid Dead. So, they said it's been 19 years since a classic Metroid-like game came out. Oh, so is, this is like Metroid Mania kind of deal? Yeah, like, Metro, like you know, 2D platform. Wow. Yeah. 19 years since one. Wow. Yeah, because so Metroid years. Primes were, were 3D. Yep. They are working on Metroid Prime 4, by the way. They're still working on it. Jesus Christ. No, this is just Dread. But Metroid, Metroid Dread. Dread. This, this looks dark. It's like one of those super dark games. Yeah. I think they, they saw how well Dead Cells was doing and the messenger, basically any any other Metroid Mania that you can think of that's, that was upon release. And they see how well they're doing. So, you know, get in the money. Why not? Yeah. I also like how they're doing. For me, I like the whole 3D on a 2D plane. Yeah. Kind of thing. So they're doing that as well. Just, just you know, visually just better. I miss games like these anyways. You know, like your Metroids, your Mega Mans, your Striders, yeah. things like that. So I'm looking forward to this game comes out October. Castlevania. Castlevania. Yeah. For sure. That's why it's called Metromania. Yep. Hey. Yeah. So I'm super looking forward to this. If you see the trailer, dude, it kind of freaked me out a little bit. Like, why did it freak you out? I don't know. It's just giving me like looks, one of those creepy darker. alien like feel, mm. like Alien, like yeah. the movie with yeah, Sigourney yeah. Weaver, Xenomorphs, yeah. like Ridley Scott, Alien. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So she's shooting. I don't even know what they were. They look like they like in the trailer. She was shooting like this robot sentry. Okay. Which is really weird looking, and she couldn't shoot like she couldn't kill it. So I think I'm hoping that they ramp up the difficulty for this game. Or at least just give you an option to. Yeah. That game would be really cool. I just, I'm just happy that there's a new Metroid title. Period. It's about it, time. It's it's. Just, I'm also waiting for F Zero title, but that's never gonna happen. <laughs> nah, that's not happening. <laughs> you though, know. Sorry. But at least Metroid is coming back. You know, you we have consistently have a Zelda title. We've always have Mario titles. Like, give us a new Metroid, man. I mean, I personally haven't really played like the Metroid Primes. I played none, but there's the fan base for it, and they've been asking for it for years. Come on, you you, sh- you should have come sooner, but at least we got something now, right? Right. Hopefully, it'll hold hold people over before for uh, Metroid Prime Four. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be sick. Yeah, especially with the new with the Switch being able to perform better than the GameCube, right? Because that's the last that's the last Metroid. Metroid Prime Three came out on the GameCube. Corruption. Yeah. yeah. That's how long ago. Jesus they have, like, Christ. Other games like Other M and things like that, but not true to no. Metroid. Yeah. Kind of thing. Because like, other how M do you was feel game about Metroid. Um, so that's one series I never actually played. Yeah. On Nintendo, I'm like super Damn. loyal to every other series, and it's just something I didn't get bought when I was little, so mm. like I never really got into it. I feel like it's you either you either played that or you played Mario. Like you, you were old. Yeah. You were on the older spectrum, and it's like here's here's Metroid because it's a little bit more like spacey. Like for the time, it was darker. But mm-hmm. you know, we were kids, so like here's Mario. Mario's bright colors. Right. Play that. 
you know, it's because Mario's a platformer, Metroid is a dungeon crawler, I want to, right? It's still a platformer. It's a platformer, yeah. but it's more, yeah, it's specific, more towards the dungeon crawly side where you have to go through different things. Yep. I think it was just a, an age discrepancy. I think so. Uh, I, I think, that's, I think that's, the older you were, the more attached you were to Metroid yeah. compared to Mario. Yeah, because I know somebody that's like hardcore Metroid in Castlevania and they're, you know, five, seven years older than, than myself. Yeah. And that's just honestly just because they were more mature air courts over here. More <laughs> yeah, well, Alex, maybe pick it up. See if you like it. Or at least play some of the old ones. Metroid. Yeah, for Metroid sure. Story. I think I'll do that. And it brings brings Metroid to the new generation because they haven't seen a Metroid game. Yeah. You know? Which is really exciting. Especially the ones that that love that play Dead Cells. They're going to love this one. Ooh, yeah. Mm. Good point. Good point. Mm-hmm. All right, so a couple quick announcements here. The Cruising Blast is just a, a racer where it looked kind of silly. It's like one of those sillier racers where okay. you get to see like big dinosaurs and all this crazy stuff. And I, I'm interested in it. I just like wacky racers. Yes. It, it, you know, it, we're talking about the Switch. The Switch... Yeah. Nintendo's running his own course. So, you know, they, they, they know what their player base is and... This is a casual game. Like here, you want you you're on a subway, or you're riding the the bus. Here, play play some little wacky racers. Yeah, uh, comes out this fall. Nice. And then they also announced Dragon Ball Z Kakarot plus a new power awakens. So that, it's just a port. And with, this is when I'll bite. <laughs> yeah, it's just a port with new DLC uh, added in as well. With the DLC added, just like a, any other port, just like the Skyrim port and yeah. the the Witcher Three port. That comes out September twenty fourth. Yeah. So play some Dragon Ball Z Kakarot Portable. <laughs> yeah. I I played a little bit of this game because I'm a huge Dragon Ball nerd and it's fun. Yeah. It's Dragon Ball Z Kakarot's more like an RPG ish kind of thing. Okay. With fighting as well, but there's more story, like more decision making. So like you're that. basically playing Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. You're like you are Goku in this yeah. one. Okay. Pretty cool. Kind of tells you a little backstory of some of the things, like his travel to Namek from Earth mm-hmm. and all that. It looks, it looks cool. You know, I'm, I'm a big Budokai fan. Yeah. Not, not Tenkaichi. Tenkaichi can go to shit. But Budokai, oh, wait, Budokai. Dragon Ball, uh, Budokai Tenkaichi two. No. It's good. Can't do it's it. That's good. good. Nope. Budokai, Budokai two. But the two D one. The two D. No, it's three D. But you're not. <laughs> it's not third person. It's side view. The three D on a two D plane. Yeah. So Tekken. <laughs> yeah, without the... Uh, did they add 8 Direction? Hmm? Did they add 8 Direction to the Budokai? Well, you had... You can, like, you had, sidestep up and down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, you go... It's, it's, it's literally 3... It's, it's, a side, it's a side game, but it's 3D. You can go up, down, and sidestep side. Okay. You can you can dodge key blasts and yeah. specials and all that. Cool. And teleport behind them on Budokai 3. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to that game. And then one of the big titles that they mentioned before, because we already knew this game was coming out, they wanted to show more about it, was Mario Golf Super Rush. Yes. All Any of the Mario sport games are f- really fun. I know, right? They're so it's much fun. It's kind of weird. How, like, I don't know. I, I never saw myself being so attracted to like a Mario sports game. Like yeah. Mario Tennis for the N64, it's one of my favorite games on the console. Never played it, but Mario Tennis on the Switch, I played the demo... Uh, I played it from somebody and yeah. I loved it. It's fun. Yeah. I don't know. There's just not about them. They're so fun. I, I went down a rabbit hole on YouTube too, watching the videos, like <laughs> breaking racks and all that. It was crazy. Yeah. Alex, what about you? I have none on that. I don't. <laughs> I mean, it's Sorry. Mario Golf, man. Mario, Mario Golf is Golf, fun. Yeah. Uh, um, they added some cool modes. Your, your standard golf mode. Then yep. you have the speed mode, which is basically all four players hit their ball, run as fast as they can, hit the ball, hit the ball, hit the ball, run, hit the ball. And the first Hockey. one to get their balls in the hole win. Doesn't count for strokes. That's messed up. 
Nope, just the first one to get their ball in the hole. And then there's battle mode, which is like speed mode, but then there's also power-ups on the field to mess with your opponents. Nice. And then adventure mode, you just take control of your me character, and you go through a story mode pretty pretty much. Okay, so a little campaign. Yep. So free DLC what? announced also in the Already? future. Yep. Already free DLC. Jesus Christ. Which is it's amazing. A... I think that's really cool. They're looking, you know, they're thinking Dude, ahead. Dude, that's what Nintendo does, bro. on them, right? And it comes out June 25th. Yeah. And I'm excited to play that game. But that's Nintendo. They they drive, they they're on their own lane. Like, listen, we, there's a new game, and guess what? In two months, you get a new DLC <laughs> for free. Uh, not. I'm more excited for this next game coming out though. Um, WarioWare, get it together. Yep. Have you played a WarioWare game before? They are super fun. I haven't. I didn't own one, but I have played one. Aren't they amazing? Yeah, they're, they're like, a little weird. The whole micro game, yeah, thing. It's just I don't know how to describe it. Like it. I've played it. If you count, if you count brawl, also I've also played a lot of them. Oh yeah, on the <laughs> with this map. Yeah. yeah, it's just so fun. I don't know. Just spending like five seconds on a quick game, seeing if you pass or fail, and then yeah. doing it over again. I think the best thing about this game is trying to figure out what you have to do for yeah. each micro thing. I, I like yeah. the the Afro dude with the red nose. That's pretty cool. He's, he's cool. He's dope. And what makes this game really cool is that there's going to be a two-player co-op mode. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. That's the chaos. <laughs> yeah. Imagine you and a friend having to work together in five seconds to oh, try God. and beat one of those micro games. You, you either become the worst enemies or the best friends. <laughs> best you have to friends. really know who you're playing with. You know? You know, you got to get that synergy. But, hey, if you don't, I think that's even more fun. And unlike any other WarioWare game, you have to pick characters in the beginning to start. And each character has like a unique ability. Okay. So they showed this off earlier where Wario can jump and dash forward in the air. And there's another character that stays on the ground, but also, but shoots projectiles instead. So depending on who you play alters the way the micro games have to be played as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really interesting update to the game. Uh, it's going to add a lot of depth. Strategies. Yeah, and it, it just makes it different. Every time you play that micro game, if you play a different character, you're going to have to play it in a different and, way. And it works for this new generation because they can't pay attention for anything. <laughs> <laughs> little, little, uh, My son's going to love it. Yeah. I'll tell you that. If he can understand it. Yeah. Hopefully he does. But we'll see. That comes out September 10th. My birthday is on the 8th, which kind of sucks because then I have to wait two days to get it. But you know what? I'm still getting it. You can also just... It looks like you, know, you have talk- a pretty long list right now. You can talk to somebody that works at, at Walmart or Best Buy. Be like, "Yo, yeah, if you see up. if you see any that that drop off the the truck, let me know." And then, uh, so that's WarioWare. Get it together. I'm super excited for that game. I think for Nintendo, this might be my most like. I think I'm most excited for this game. Yeah. So we're gonna talk really? about. Yep. We're gonna talk a little bit about Shin Megami Tensei Five. If anyone has been playing that those series at all, those are the same guys that made Persona, right? I have no idea. Yeah, it is. Hey, okay. Thanks, Alex. Yeah, it's Atlas. Atlas. Okay, Atlas. Atlas yeah. yeah. I've never played one of these games before, but I know that they're super popular. And I think have they all been the same like turn-based combat JRPG kind J- of thing? It's a JRPG, mm-hmm. but they yeah, basically yeah. Shin Megami Tensei. Yes, this reminds me of game. like anime plot line, right? Anime plot, and then you play it like Pokemon or like okay, like super Japanese anime plot because you know Pokemon is also an anime. But we're talking, I'm talking like isekai level of anime plot i'm talking about inuyasha yeah so high school girl gets sent to an alternate tokyo and it's like a post-apocalyptic world where she fights like angels and demons and all these monsters mm-hmm. and the thing that really attracted me to this game is that you could turn those enemies into allies by speaking to them or trying to talk to them before fighting them there's another persona yeah 
Just just without the high school drama. Yeah. I mean, they don't they, listen. Atlas knows how to make make a freaking art JRPG. <laughs> they they're known yeah. for this, and they could do like the fusion dance and make yeah. new new monsters and all that stuff. So anyone looking forward to that, uh, check it out on November November twelfth. You're gonna say something, Alex? Yeah, I actually um just started uh Strikers Persona, Persona Strikers. Strikers. Yep. Yeah, and honestly, after doing the platinum for that for Persona Five, I started it and I realized there was gonna be a full story, even though it was um. It's like a uh, like a side game, D- Dynasty Warriors type of game. Mm-hmm. Right. I immediately turned the game off. I was like, I'm not ready, because I had just <laughs> fit. I had just finished Persona Five, and like for everyone else, there was like a three year gap where you didn't get to really have any Persona fix. Yeah. So yeah, the timing was good, but like I, I have to wait. Oh, I went. I went like two hundred hours hard. Yeah. No, but like j- just the 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 merchandising and and the the game creation, they went hard body on Persona Five. Like, so, mm. like how, how many games got released in the same? Yeah, the Strikers. You got Gold. That's for four. Right. That was four was Gold. Persona Four Gold. I saw there was a, there was a f- another version for five. Uh Royal. 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 That's the one. No. So you get you get three Persona Five games. I mean, one one is the DLC, but still within. A right. short amount of time where you would like ba- it was barren for years from between <laughs> three and four. Right, and then you got uh, dancing in in midnight. Yep. Oh yeah, that that was another one. So there you go, four games for for one game in essence. Well, they, it sells. They know what they they know what they got. And and they bought a ticket to the Smash Club. They did. Yeah, I hate that character by the way. He was broken at release. I think they fixed him now, but he's still kind of broken. <laughs> I don't play enough. You guys ever play the Duncan Rumpa games? Nope. Sounds familiar to the. Uh, Megumi Tenson. Uh, this game, well, so Danganronpa Decadence is a three, more, actually a four game port. So it, think of it as like a kind of like a battle royale, like the movie. So all of you get together and you have to escape by being the last one standing and like a Hunger Games kind of ish feel. And what's cool is they, they took a an alternate game mode for one of the old games and turned it into its own game. So I guess mm. the, the fans have been asking for that as well. So it's like a board game. So it's finally its own game. And if you want, you could buy the you buy each game individually instead hey, of Is that the game with the with the teddy bear that's half and half? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So basically he gets you and like a bunch of other characters together and he's like, You guys need to fight to the death. Have fun. Oh, well, that's weird. Yeah. And Sounds very Japanese. Reference on calling Battle Royale instead of Hunger Games first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got it. Battle Royale, dude. I love that movie, by the way. But try it out. If you never played it, then I think this is the perfect opportunity to finally dip your feet into this. Yeah. I mean, Dagorampa has a huge following. Yeah, right? It's got to be good. Yeah. For some people. Hopefully. Uh, Fatal Frame. Maiden yep. of Blackwater. That one I know. <laughs> that one that series looks I know. really interesting. Yeah. Uh, Never I don't play remember it. the last Fatal Frame that's come out, but like this Those game has ago. a pretty big following. People are really excited for this, especially the horror adventure like genre. This game... And no gun. Huh? And no gun. Yeah, no gun. All you have is a camera. Yeah. I might play this game. The camera functions as a gun. Yeah. It's, it stops the enemy. Yeah. But it's so as a stun gun. Like, that's not no picture, gun. Right? That's coming out later this year. I can listen. The the ones that I've seen were years ago, and you know, with, with lower graphics. I can only imagine what the graphics today with this that the Switch can do. Oh this my game's God. gonna scare the crap out of me. If oh I play my it. goodness! 
Like, yes. I'm not putting on headphones. I'm playing this on the TV with me. With like, all the lights turned me, on. All the lights turned on, 15 feet away from the TV, yeah. and like 20% volume. Yeah, because I'm slowly you. drifted away from uh, the horror genre as the graphics have gotten better. Yeah. Yeah. And it's too realistic. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> listen, the, 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 the Japanese have some scary shit, man. Yeah. Have you ever seen The Grudge? Yeah. The Japanese Grudge? I'm not yeah. talking about the yeah, American yeah, yeah, yeah. Grudge. Yeah, the yeah. Japanese, that's some. No, I've seen the I've seen shit. the Japanese one. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I, ha- I had to go. I had to escalate it from. Excuses, French. Yeah, we are explicit on. I, yeah, I saw that. I'm just. So. I had to escalate that just to. Oh well, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you've been you've been holding out, Alex. <laughs> yeah. So this game is gonna scare the crap out of people. And Dude, it scared the crap out of me with the lore graphics. Just uh, enjoy when it comes out later. I am I am happy for the horror genre people for yeah. this game because. I know it's gonna be immaculate. Yeah, I'm not touching it. <laughs> I know somebody that will, and hopefully, Joe, if you're listening to this, that you're gonna play this game. Yeah, you let them know if you like it or not. Yeah, let let us know in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doom Eternal has some DLC that released already. Uh, Pony Hawks. Oh, it, it was Tony one of those Hawks. things uh, available today. Yeah, available today. So it's nice. one of those. Tony Hawks Pro Skater One and Two Remastered. Port over. Okay. Yep, coming out. This June, dude. That th- why? Why wasn't that a Wait, thing initially? What is this? The, the Tony, the Pro Skater One and Two, what you played, remastered Tony for Hawks One and Two, yeah. Remastered as as oh, coming out for Switch, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah port yeah. over for Switch. Yep. So June, June twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. There's also Advance Wars. Oh my God, yes. Yeah, let, let's go into actually Strange Brigade, a uh, shooter, four player co op. You're basically fighting against mummies. It's kind of cool. I don't okay. Know. I completely skipped that one. I'm sorry. No, we're going into Advance Wars now because there is a big community of Advance Wars waiting for something to come out. And Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. So you are playing Advance Wars 1 and 2, but they are remaking each game from the ground up. They are complete. All right. So for the people that I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's basically Fire Emblem, but with tanks and soldiers. Yeah, like, it's, it's a board game tactical game, like yeah. board game tactical feel. So you are, yeah, like you said, controlling tanks, uh, soldiers, and all that stuff yeah. on a board. And you have the like trifecta, the trinity of the wheel, the main three that beat yeah. each other, and then you have kind of like subsets that beat yeah. each other. Yes. So you're I, excited for this. I'm I, I'm, a, I'm a huge Fire Emblem fan. I, I got to play Advanced Wars 2. Yeah. On the Game Boy Advance, because that's what that's why it's called Advance Wars. Uh, because my friend had it, and he let me play one mission, and I loved it. Good. I love these types of games because it, it it it's basically a huge puzzle that you got to figure out. And I I don't know if it's the same with Fire Emblem, but if the unit dies, they die for good. I'm not sure. Either. I've never played. I know Fire Emblem does, but I am excited for this, and especially on the Switch, I am buying this game. Good. Uh, it, yeah, it's not like you're playing a remastered version, which is enhanced graphics. They are just remaking. These you games. can't you can't remaster a Game Boy Advance game for so, Switch. I'm sorry. These are cool. Uh, you're gonna buy this when it comes out in December. 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 3rd. That's gonna be. I'm not gonna buy it. My wife's gonna buy it for Christmas, for me. <laughs> yeah. And then hint, my son's hint. gonna play it. Hint, hint. All right. Um, get get him hooked too. <laughs> no, like seriously, I'm, I'm I'm I've been waiting for Advanced Warfare. Advanced Wars. Advanced Wars, uh, Advanced Warfare. God, I'm too much God. Too much God. Advanced Wars since Advanced Wars. Yeah. Because all, all we've been getting is Fire Emblem, and because th- it's basically the same thing. Just Advanced Wars is play is more of a modern take to it. Same concept, um, with units and all that. It, it, we've all been this huge fan base, huge fan base for this thing, for this game, and I'm excited for it. 
Nice. Not as well, excited as Halo, but I'm excited. This for game it. is for you then. Yes. <laughs> so they have uh, also Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. They announced an expansion. Uh, they actually they actually came out with like a roadmap of what they're gonna do. Yeah. So the wave one is gonna be Pulse of the Ancients comes out uh, June 18th. That's gonna be like you're gonna have all the ancient weapons and all that stuff. In the trailer, they showed Zelda riding on that ancient motorbike and stuff like that. Nice. So if anyone likes Dynasty Warriors mixed with Legend of Zelda. It also tells you some of the backstory of, of Breath of Breath the Wild. Of the Wild. Yep. I think this is like a, the story is like a prequel. Yeah. And then Wave 2, Guardian of Remembrance, is going to come out November. So I didn't this know this game a, was having a lot of support. I mean, it's Legend of Zelda. Zelda has a huge following. They're going to have support. Yeah. They actually did a lot about Legend of Zelda. So at the end of, basically after Advance Wars, the rest of their conference was all Zelda based. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, Actually, was so, so cool. I mean, it, we were asking for this game. Maybe not necessarily Dynasty Warrior style, but we were asking for a game to tell the story of the prequel of Breath of the Wild because they actually took the time to write a beautiful story for this for Breath of the Wild. I mean, let's be honest, it's still selling at $60. It's what a 4-year four 4-year-old four game now. Right, twenty seventeen. Somewhere around there, yeah. It's still selling for you. People will literally buy it at sixty dollars. Yeah, I bought it at thirty five, <laughs> but people <laughs> will buy it for sixty. I bought it day one. We're definitely gonna have to have an episode about Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I'm down. I have I'm some. Down. I have some opinions you're not gonna like. <laughs> <laughs> we we've kind of had a precursor to this yeah, in the we've previous episode done that before. Yeah. But yeah, um, we, we people have been asking for, like I said, a a prequel story to Breath of the Wild, and it may not be fully canon, but it is something to munch on. Yeah, I and think I it's love cool. it with with hack and slash. I also love Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, I, I just hope that maybe I think they're coming out with a Pro Switch or something with better hardware because I know that this game struggles to play on the Switch. There's like a lot We've of. We've all been waiting for that thing too. I think all that stuff. So, so I I took a survey from I forget what major publication and it said what should the upgraded Switch be called? And it was either Switch Plus, Switch um, Premium switch uh pro and then there's one other weird one that like just no not that so it seems like it's probably going to be a pro switch pro coming pro. i mean we have the switch pro controller pro. already in yeah. the name in the right? in the family of of accessories so switch right. pro wouldn't be wouldn't be far off if i were to play yeah. it play this game i I want to play it on that because i i think it needs that or docked, hardware at least dock because it gets the boost from the from the dock itself right. i can't play it like even breath of the wild you could barely play some of the uh i think when you got to the the lost woods or the kokiri forest wherever that was yeah so it barely like ran on woods. the switch yeah oh i had a hard and i played that portable and i had a hard time right so and i had the the red box switch when I played it, yeah, not the original white box switch. Yeah. So even then, it was still having it was having a struggle. Battery lasted a little bit longer. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> but yeah, I, I haven't played this game specifically, but I, I've loved Dynasty Warriors titles in the past. So maybe I'll pick this up. I mean, we, we can go wrong with Dynasty Warriors. Hack and slash. Let's go. <laughs> right. And then for more Legend of Zelda news, there's Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD. I didn't play when it originally released, and I'm looking forward to play it on portable. It, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I actually missed Skyward Sword as well. That's like it, this is supposed to be like the the first chronologically or the original. Speaking, it yeah. is the first story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what they said, and that like piqued my interest enough to say, okay, I'm gonna finally. Oh, that's like who is this Zelda, and why is there a legend around it? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, like the the 
the convolute of the story, the storyline of the of the series of games. That's a yeah, whole other podcast. Was, watch some timeline videos <laughs> yeah. on YouTube, and you can see how confusing it is. And then this this was actually a curveball for me: the Game and Watch system that they're coming out with. Well, they've already teased that the Game and Watch system by itself. Yeah, it made me sad because the original uh, Zelda Game and Watch game is not included. Yeah, that is kind of sad. They got to make their money somehow. I had a Game and Watch. Uh, like it was like a flip open two yep. screens, like pretty much the DS. The original and, DS. Yeah. And um apparently that thing goes now for like a hundred grand. But oh easy. No. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> feel, that's on the low end, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, you can it's get this one item. and maybe hope it happens. Yeah. It's not gonna maybe. hit that. It's not gonna hit that, but hey, maybe it, it'll become a collector's item for sure. Especially when you can play old games like the first two Legend of Zelda's and Link's Awakening. I definitely think it will. I'm assuming it's the, Although, the original versions. That's not the weirdest uh, game console to be announced at E3. Yeah, this one's just it's just kind of weird. The the last thing about this game on system, like you could play the old game Vermin, which mm-hmm. kind of reminds me of like Whack a Mole, but mm-hmm. they they updated it so Link is the character you play as. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was just a nice touch. Yeah. Silly, but a nice touch. And they got a they got a brand it as Nintendo, so Yeah. Goes on sale October twelfth. No, not November twelfth, I'm sorry. November twelfth. You're a month off. <laughs> and then probably the most exciting news that they thing announced for Nintendo was Breath of the Wild two. Which is surprising that they're giving us such so much information because they didn't give us anything for Breath of the Wild one. <laughs> so yeah. what do we know now? So right now we know that Traveling in across the skies is going to be really important. Like you're going to actually be in the sky now with like these different sky islands. So Skyward Sword s kind of deal, right? So, so tying it back instead of to... incorporating the ground, they're also going to be incorporating the sky, which is cool. I think more shrines are going to be up there as well, or something. Yeah. So bringing the whole Rido yeah thing to flourishing instead of just being one area. And okay. if if you look at the trailer, you notice that Link's right arm is mechanical now. That's no bueno. Oh really? I didn't notice that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch the trailer, so I got to look into yeah, it. Yeah, his right arm is mechanical, so I call him Link Skywalker. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> or, well, I have a brain fart. Or Link Eldrick. Yeah. <laughs> For you anime well, watchers. he's technically he he is a lefty. He's the only time that he hasn't been a lefty was for the Wii versions. Right, because of the because primarily people nunchuck. are right. Yeah, for the nunchuck. But I found that interesting that his arm is mechanical. I don't. Maybe you find out why he's he lost his arm. You gotta have some or something, like, or maybe it's just some sort of arm recording or something. But going to the sky is weird. Um, they didn't show too much about this game, but I noticed that when the Hyrule Castle was being lifted up into the sky by some dark force, I heard mm. music that's similar to the Twilight Realm in Twilight Princess. So it could be this guy from Twilight from Twilight Realm or Minna. So like, I don't know if that was intentional. Maybe it's just me being hopeful, but it's. I mean, that, cool. that was one of the better selling modern Zelda games too, Twilight Princess. Yeah. That, behind Legend of Zelda, uh, Breath of the Wild, of course, but Twilight Princess was up, and it was cross generation too, which was ridiculous. Yeah, but other than that, I they haven't shown too much, so it's just mm-hmm. the big takeaway is that we're gonna be in the air a lot more. Yeah. And find out the mystery of the the mechanical right arm. Yeah, we'll see what's going on with that. 
There's 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 got to be a mystery. You know, with Zelda, this whole there has to be a mystery before the actual game. To and then you got to figure it out. Right. We'll see what happens when it comes out. What next year? I think it's next year. Yeah. Next year. Next Release year. Twenty twenty two. Hopefully, they show a little bit more before it releases. I'm sure they will. Maybe like I think they're gonna have like maybe one more major direct that will focus on it. I'd yeah. say a few months out before the we'll game see. releases. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I play the heck out of Breath of the Wild, so. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so that that's how Nintendo ended their uh, direct, pretty much. And I think Nintendo again knocked it out of the park. No, they're running mm. their own race. They they know their lane. They know what they're doing, and they know what sells. Right. And they know they will sell. I think they found a good mix of here are some of the games that you've been waiting for, like the like we already told you about. So we're gonna give you a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then here are the games that. You probably weren't expecting, but still really liked, and we're bringing these back. Yeah, I think I think that their porting uh, has been way more on point than it has uh, with previous generations of Nintendo consoles recently, um, which I think is really making them their lineup so much stronger. Because mm-hmm. you know, you, you go to Nintendo for the must buys, the first party stuff, and but I th- I really think third party supports really um starting to fill out and ports like getting getting tony hawk is really cool yeah um that's something i will get because i can mindlessly play that oh yeah anywhere um so yeah what you meant to say is that you you you, you come in for the first party stuff but you you stay for the third party ports yeah and a whole bunch of indie content too on top of that yeah there's there's a lot more content than there used to be on Nintendo consoles I mean their, their library so, is huge i think for the for it. the quote unquote new gen they're the largest library right now that i mean it's fantastic they did is have a four so? year start <laughs> yeah they did have a four year head start but what they they're progressively just getting more and more and i listen at the end of the day i feel like they, how am I going to say this? I don't think they're at a point where they're comfortable enough to announce the Switch Pro because they're not, because of the the silicon shortage, the microprocessing chip shortage that's been going on in the world. So logistically, you know, the, the logistics aren't there yet. So they can't say, hey, this is what's coming because they're not sure if it can come, you know? Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, they're Nintendo. People are going to, they are still buying them and they will continue to buy and they're gonna hold off and keep us wanting more. You know, they're they're playing hard to get right now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the, the balls in their court because they're the ones that have the most console again for the quote unquote new gen that are out there. So they know that they're selling more than anybody else, game game and mm-hmm. console wise. So they they're playing their own game. They know what they have, and they know they know what they're worth. I think it's fantastic. The thing that Nintendo is doing right for me is just their their first party titles. Are just immaculate and kudos to them have you have you had an uncompleted nintendo game ever um, no not really no the the worst you the worst you got is is a quality of life update yeah but nintendo first party games are always on point they're always they completed. never disappoint they never ever disappoint Seriously. and then yeah. we have we have one more to quickly talk about which is bandai namco I wanted them to show a new and Digimon Literally, game. there's only one thing to talk about. That's why they're last. And I said one last thing because it literally is one last thing. They showed a game called House of Ashes. And I guess it's it's a part of an anthology for this. But uh, basically, this game is coming out October 22nd. And it's based during the Iraq War in like what, okay. 2003. And 
what happens is that you're basically playing as a squad, like a small squad, mm-hmm. and you get trapped underground somehow with like some explosion or something, right? And then they're trapped in a series of caves and all these tunnels and stuff like that, right? And like there's these mysterious monsters that are hunting them. Kind of strange. And you find out mm-hmm. that it's a part of the the Akkadian Empire, so back in like Mesopotamia, all that stuff. So was it King or Pazuzu, which was one of the I think the king. Mm-hmm. Or something like that of the Akkadian Empire set a curse on the, the people, whoever goes down there, and they just die. So it's like a horror adventure game, story driven things like that. It's gonna scare the crap out of you. Not me. I'm not playing it. Horror <laughs> <Always> scared. <laughs> uh, but other than that, yeah, Bandai Namco prepared nothing else. Yeah. So what I said about Capcom, I'm doubling down and saying that Bandai Namco is the worst. So if I give Capcom an F. I give these guys a didn't even show up. Yeah. Well, you got I, to, to for my my perspective they're I want to say that they're focusing more because this this is what I, I play the card game that they recently came out in the end of 2020, which is the Digimon trading card game. And they're yeah, it's Bandai. Uh, they're trying to, you know, push that out and make that as big as it can. Not saying that the video game side can't do, pull their own weight but we we know from bandai and bandai namco that they really don't bring anything huge they, they usually don't but you I know was just it's hoping for something a little yeah bit it's, it's a lot they're, they're more of a casual gaming yeah. uh company so you're not gonna see you know like battlefield or i like just want some sort of like anime game that they usually yeah make. not not this and it's just only this it's it a was new IP, a at least. It was like a sad way to end E3 because they closed out E3 with Bandai Namco. No, you need to that, maybe in the middle. Yeah, n- not the first, not the last, but maybe somewhere in the in between. Yeah, because uh, on Tuesday, uh, the fifteenth, right? I was watching this at I think it was like six thirty or six o'clock, and this it, I saw this game right for like five minutes, and then it was gone. It was yeah. done. They started talking about something. I was like, "Where's the rest of it?" But, Nope, that's it. So they only took like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they're doing uh maybe they do have new IPs that they're you know, they're preparing for the next generation, but haven't been able to, to prepare them. Because yeah. you you know, we're coming out of the the COVID pandemic, so I'm just giving them the benefit of the doubt. That's all. Yeah. They you you're right, they could have come with more. They could have teased something. Just something else. Anything but else. I think they're they're playing the here's what we're gonna this is what actually is gonna come out and what we can tell we can guarantee you will come out. The other stuff's like okay, you know the team's working on it, but we're not sure if it'll come out or not. They, they get no better grade for that. Another fail. No grade. No grade at all. No grade. Not even a fail. They don't get a grade. They didn't even show up for class. Nope, they didn't show up. <laughs> they didn't even <laughs> call attendance. Is Bandai yeah. here? Nope. Oh, that's it. That's it. Well, that pretty much wraps up E three. So we went through a lot here, but like, what are some of your major takeaways from everything that got announced? Like, what are you excited for? I'm excited for Halo Infinite. Yeah. <laughs> um, I personally, from just go- looking back, yep. uh, I'm excited for Battlefield 2042. Yep. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. I probably personally won't play it, but I am excited for the fan base. Okay. Because it's something new. Is a new take on the Rainbow Six guys. Um, it'll probably get some of the hardcore uh, people to get into some sci-fi stuff. Yeah. Because I know a lot of them are like, no, I want realistic military tactical stuff. But maybe it'll get them into it. Uh, Rocksmith, great, great u- utility. Yeah. For people, any, anybody that's learning, 
already somewhat good at or professional that just wants to learn new songs not professional but someone that's an expert level that wants to learn new songs or learn new techniques because i again i'm super like new i'm not even beginner and i can only understand so so much uh what else uh square enix hopefully doesn't drop the ball on some of these new titles that they bring (laughs) uh as they did for marvel i I think they really did a horrible job disney got a bad deal from them (laughs) i mean sorry yeah disney got the shit in of that stick yep uh looking forward for starfield even though we know little about it hopefully it doesn't turn out to be what uh what the past has shown that a passionate game, like a personal game that pe- somebody wants to create, gets taken over. Especially, you know, Microsoft being the overhead now, right? And turn and turning it to something that they didn't want it to be. Uh, let's see. Sorry, I'm just looking through everything that we we went through. Oh, yeah, I put that. There's a lot of stuff to cover here. So there is, and and just and I'll say, I I said it throughout the the podcast, and I'll say it again. Just finish games. You know, it's it, it wasn't shown here that they're going to do that because, you know, shareholders and people want games out yeah, to make yeah, money. Deadlines that need to be met. Deadlines. Just finish a game. Push the game back. At the end of the day, I'd rather have a completed game that I can play that's five years pushed than a game that I have to wait five years for it to be good. You know, okay. again, No Man's Sky and Sea of Thieves are perfect examples of that. Fall 76 is turning turning around and doing that now. But just finish games. Okay, so those are pretty much your takeaways. Yeah, yeah. Just do you know? I like them taking risks with new IPs because uh, it's been showing that people have have are trying to stay safe and stay in what they know. But take take a risk once in a while. All right. How about you, David? How what are your takeaways from from what we what we went through for E yeah. three? Um, I wrote down here that so I'm really excited for Riders Riders Republic. Okay. I really just like those multi-sport games, especially when I'm able to explore. I hope they add a lot of exploration in this game. Open world. You know, get back open world to something that we know. Right. So open worlds plus sports is fun. Uh, Forza Horizon 5 is also just an easy jump from Riders Republic. And I don't know. Just Forza Horizon is just the most beautiful game I've ever seen. So I might just buy an Xbox for that. I mean, when you got 12K cameras taking the right. sky... So, and just this guy that's primarily going to be blue. Right. That's not, that game's going to be sick. Legend of Mana. Uh, I just want to play the remake. I always loved the Mana series, especially Secret of Mana, the original. Really good. Stranger Paradise. It's just a fun Team Ninja game. Plus the fact that Chaos is chaos, been such chaos, a meme. Chaos. I just want to see what it's all about. And then Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Because I love that DLC. Borderlands is really fun. Gearbox is awesome ashley birch is great because of hey ash what you're playing have you ever seen that no actually yes i've heard of it i haven't yep. seen it old web series fantastic so yep. i've always been a fan and uh those are probably like my top five games i'm looking forward to and then and then i think who won e3 uh i think it's a toss-up between microsoft and nintendo you sure it's not bandai and capcom yeah i think yeah, i, I think swear sure. it was those two guys no, those sure. are the top two yeah yeah, this guy's a this guy's a comedian now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, um, honestly, I'm gonna have to give it to Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love Nintendo. I think I'm more of a Nintendo fanboy than I am Microsoft. Mm-hmm. But just what they what Microsoft prepared, I think I think they deserve the the title of winner of E3 yeah. this year. Uh, I I didn't see them, but just from what I've heard and what what they brought, trying to not be biased. Uh, oh no, Halo Infinite. 
you win. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to take Halo Infinite out of it because they 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 really they were trying to push it to release in 2020, and but they they heard from the fan base and actually pushed it back to actually finish it as they should. As again, right. the hardcore, the loyal gamers want a finished game. We don't want to be pushed. Um, I I gotta give it to Microsoft as well. And the only reason is, you know, Microsoft is still playing the console war, so they're trying to outshine Sony. Right. Whereas Nintendo is just Nintendo. Nintendo will always be Nintendo. Nintendo will always be here. They're they're doing they're running their own race. They know they're, what people want. They're gonna give it to them. Yeah, you know, they're they're not gonna give them the the best the best of the best, but they are gonna give their best. Yeah. You know, uh, Microsoft. Did a great choice in in buying out the parent company of Bethesda, and gave Bethesda their own shine, their own light, their own podium. You know they didn't overshadow them with anybody else. They they gave them their own. They gave them credit for their own things. Yep. That's uh and a lot of these all these titles are release date on Game Pass. Who, who who's gonna beat that? You know. Fair point. Who's gonna? The, you can. There's no better deal right now than Game Pass. There's no not, no better value. Yeah. And you can play cross-progressional, both Xbox. And, so if you do have a Series X, you can play it on there or play it on your, you know, $2,000 PC. <laughs> However you want to play it. Yeah. That's true, true. Yeah, so Microsoft, got to get, got to hand it to them. Yeah. Again. Nintendo, close second. And I think third goes to Ubisoft. Yeah. Nintendo, the, the only reason why Microsoft won is because Nintendo is not in the console war. That's it. Xbox just wants to show off. I think just yeah, just from sure like just sure like the content. sure quantity content. of of quality content as well. Yeah. Microsoft showed the most. Microsoft so. has the pockets to do it. Yeah, I, I was that, actually I wanted to hear more about um, Pokemon Arceus. That's surprising they didn't show that show more about it in that. Yeah, well, maybe we'll see something later in the future direct. Yeah, but that wraps up our E three. I guess our episode coverage thoughts anything like that. Thank you for listening to Through the Coax. Um, if you, yeah. So the outro. Yeah. That was weird. Uh, just uh, rate us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, or any other place that you listen to the podcast. Uh, send us any comments uh, that you, you want to communicate with us. If you have, we have any uh, fact checks or bloopers or oops that you want to let us know, send us an email at throughthecoax at gmail.com. Uh, again, this is through the coax. Uh, uh, we'd like to thank you for joining us and have a good day. See you later. Oh, change the channel right now, please. <laughs>